Welcome to the Expert Ownership Podcast, where we launch faith-filled entrepreneurs into greater freedom and success. But you know what? It's more than that. We want to help you thrive in the midst of today's cancel culture. Our goal is to raise up workplace warriors who will stand for what they believe in, whatever the cost. You can find out more by visiting expertownership.com. But without further ado, here we go. Welcome back to the Expert Ownership Podcast. This is David. I'm finally speaking first because I told Jason, (laughs) hush his yapper. You know, we talk often about God is your business partner, but he's the majority owner. You're just the member manager. Yeah, you're the managing partner. That's right. And it's a stewardship. He's given you the keys to the kingdom. He wants the stewardship of this so that it can be used not only to provide for your family and future generations, but also to promote his kingdom on the earth. So today we're going to talk about, okay, what does that practically look like? Yeah. We're going to get five steps, five keys on how to practically make God your business partner. Hey, let me, let me say this real quick too. Um, I got to give a shout out to a lady that I love in terms of following her for her content, Christine Lee. She's great. She's based in, um, I think she's in California. Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's Los in, Angeles, San Diego. She's in Cali out there, missionary. Uh, yeah, actually, I think she's Los Angeles, but fantastic entrepreneur she's she's incredible and i signed up for her newsletter and i don't do newsletters but she is she is so fantastic in terms of teaching you practical steps on how to make decisions with god and you know david and i if you read expert ownership or if you've ever done one of our um masterminds if you've done one of our retreats you know we spend time at least an hour at the beginning of each day uh during those things uh in listening prayer where we'll turn on some William Augusto soaking music and we listen for the Lord and all of us have our notepads there ready to write what the Lord wants to say about our business, about our family, about our personal lives. Um, and I just did a, uh, a marriage intensive uh, couple days with Becca and Kyle Quill. They own an HVAC company crushing it in South Carolina. So they went and we did listening prayer on uh, the, the day two of that marriage intensive. And uh, they, told us at the end that that was the most powerful moment it is for everybody because when you get quiet you know we we live in an age of distraction and and let's just break that word down dis traction yeah god wants us to move forward think about the wheels the tires on your car they they have traction they're moving you forward you're going places but the devil wants to like throw an oil slick out there and get you distracted like get get no no more moving forward and and we live in a day and age where distraction is everywhere around us. And quite often it's a bunch of good stuff, especially if you're a kingdom entrepreneur and you truly do want to serve the Lord and you're walking uprightly with your family and all these other things. That's great. But there's still the ploy of the enemy to get you distracted, doing so many good things that you don't just stop, settle the noise and hear the voice of God. Yes. And why would you want to hear the voice of God? Remember, he is your partner. We're talking to faith-filled entrepreneurs here. Okay, there's so many different ways that we can apply hearing the voice of the Lord, but we're going to apply it to your business today. And uh, Christine Lee, uh, in her newsletter, she she listed out five steps to making a decision with God, and it was fantastic. And I'm like, you know what? I love those. We actually use those. But since uh, she jogged my memory, I want to go ahead and share these with with you guys. Now, step one, so you want to make a decision with God. You want to partner with God. You want to make sure that you're hearing from him. Step number one, you got to find a quiet place. You got to find a quiet place where you can hear your own thoughts. 
Because why? Because, well, the Lord says, when you delight yourself in him, he will give you the desires of your heart, which means he will give you certain desires. So when you have desires, those are actually his desires. So your thoughts are his, his thoughts. So you're like, oh, is that my thought? Is that God's thought? No, don't worry about that. They're God's thoughts because you're delighting yourself in him. Now, if you're tickling some, te- uh, some temptation, some sin, and, and you're trying to keep it secret or whatever, your thoughts ain't God's thoughts. Let me just tell you, because you're not delighting yourself in him. But you got to start by finding a quiet place. What is that place early in the morning that you can spend some good time with the Lord? David and I had a couple quiet places. Uh, He had one in his house. I had one in my house. Of course, we always had to wake up before the kids got up because that's when it was quiet. Um, And then we would get into our office early before anybody else showed up. And we get on our knees in our office and it was quiet. And we would spend time praying and listening to the Lord. You know, it's interesting as you look back in Scripture at the patriarchs. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, you know, Moses and Joshua, Caleb and all of these, they would build altars. You know, early on, it would say that Abraham left and he built an altar to the Lord. Isaac would then sojourn and build an altar to the Lord. Jacob, when he left, built an altar to the Lord. These were quiet places. These were places where they said, well, I'm going to meet with God. Now, look, you can actually meet with God in your car. It can be mobile. It can be anything. Look, I mean, we don't have to straight up go grab some rocks and build an altar like they did back in the Old Testament. But you do want to, on a consistent basis, find a place in your home. Where can I meet with the Lord? And it doesn't make that that place any more holy than, you know, when you're standing over the sink doing dishes and putting them into the dishwasher. You can meet with God right there as well. But just getting into that consistent routine really helps you, helps you mentally emotionally, spiritually, physically say, okay, I'm locked in. When you're tired or distracted, you you 100% are not going to be in a good place to be alone with your own thoughts and be alone with God. So that's why early in the morning is important because if you're tired, that's a, that's a, that's a tough place to be. And I, and I love, David, and I've used this example a lot. If it's important to you to hear the fan motor on your refrigerator, then you have to make sure that you quiet everything down and get close and listen. Otherwise, you're not going to hear it, right? If you got a ton of people over, if it's busy in the house and all that kind of stuff, you're not going to hear that fan motor. The same is true with the voice of the Lord. He doesn't want to scream at you. He wants to whisper, which means you got to get alone and you got to get quiet. Okay, so step one, find a quiet place. Step two, ask a question. This is so good because you need to go into your times with the Lord, specifically listening prayer. You need to come come at it with uh, pen and paper, Okay, so pen and paper, you are ready to write. And what you're going to do is you're going to ask a question. You're going to pick a question that you would ask a business or life coach. What would you ask a business coach or a life coach? Okay, just ask them and ask that to God. You can even write it down. Lord, what would you do with this person that I'm thinking about having to fire? What would you do? Like, Lord, I, I, I've got this, this new vertical I want to go into in my business, and I'm not sure if, if I should launch out and do that. Is it too risky? Like write down that question and ask, and then ask, okay, what's the next step? What do you think about blank? You know, what's your will regarding blank? Like just start asking God questions, okay? So that's step two. So step one, find a quiet place. Step two, ask a question. Step three, this is so important, wait, okay? Just wait and listen. That's a hard one. Yep, step three is wait and listen. Close your eyes. And listen, and you're going to wait for however long it takes. Usually, you know, whenever we're walking people through listening prayer, um, I'll do like a 15 minute period. So we'll say, okay, write down a question or two that you want an answer for. And then 
we're going to, I'm, I'm going to turn on this music because that's one of the important things. I've got some music, no words, William Augusto soaking music. And we're now going to wait and we're just going to listen. Okay. That's what we're going to do. We're going to listen. Now you want to hold that space and sit in it. Okay. Until something comes to mind. And so at that moment, when something comes to mind, don't worry about the thoughts that are going to go through your head. Is that my thought? Is that just coming straight from me? Like what? I don't, I don't know if that's God's thought or whatever. So we just wait and listen. Okay, so step number one, get to a quiet place. Step number two, ask a question. Okay, get ready to write. You've got that music playing. Step number three, listen, wait, okay, until something comes to mind. And when something comes to mind, there's step four, write it down. Now, can I say this real quick? In the period of waiting, it may be two or three days. I mean, you may be driving in the car after this is all said and done. You hadn't heard anything or whatever, and then all of a sudden it hits you. Or you're sleeping. That happens to me most of the time. Yeah, because you're I, always listening. I wake up in the middle of the night at like 3.30 in the morning. It's funny. It's always sometime around the 3-ish. And I'll wake up and I'll be like, hmm, that's interesting. I hadn't thought of that perspective before. And it, it's often the Lord speaking to my heart. Yeah. And here's the thing. When you're listening and waiting, some things will come to mind. Just write it down. Okay, that's actually step four. Step four is write down whatever you hear. So with childlike faith, like a five-year-old would, write down whatever comes to mind. Okay, don't judge it. Don't judge what, what you're writing down. Just write it down. Because the temptation at that moment will be to judge it. Okay, so I did this. Uh, my wife and I did this exercise with a couple. And I'm sitting there, and I've got the music playing. I explained to them how listening prayer works. I'm like, hey, the best thing that, that we can do here is to not give you advice the best thing that we can do is simply get you to a position to where you're hearing and getting device directly from uh, advice directly from God. And so they understood it, turned the music on. We're on our knees. They got their pen and paper ready. And, you know, Tori and I are at one side of the room. They're at the other. And I said, just start writing whatever comes to mind. Ask the question, whatever question that you want to ask, and then start writing it down. And Tori and I are going to do the same thing because you can do listening prayer at any moment. And so I'm there, the music's playing three or four minutes, nothing was really coming to mind, you know, five minutes. And then I, I just, I'm thinking seer, see, seer, like a seer mm -hmm. in the scripture, like somebody who sees. And, uh, so I just wrote it down. I felt it was specifically for the lady and, um, I forget what the one I wrote down for the, for the guy was. But then as I just began to think through that, I was like a seer, what is a seer? So I started writing down what a seer was and. And, you know, really felt like the Lord was saying that, that she has the ability to see things that a lot of people can't see. And so I'm writing it down. I'm like, is this my thinking is, or is this, is this God? I don't know. I don't have a clue. Okay. So the funny part is we get done and, and now I'm ready to go over their answers with them and what the Lord had said, because that's a very important part, you know, is that we want to have an opportunity to share that. So I'm having them share it, but I went first and I said, you know, I don't know what this means, but I really feel like for you, it's God is saying that you are a seer and that you can see things that other people can't see. And Tori goes, oh, that's crazy. Because the one word that stuck out of my mind for her was the word see. Hmm. And so, and I was like, that is so hilarious. Like here I am worried that this word isn't the right word. And it's me and all that. But then the Holy Spirit just had a way of coordinating. And she needed that, that word. So listening prayer can be used like that. So you're going to find a quiet place. And when you do, grab a pen and paper, turn on some music. Okay, step two, you're going to ask a question. Whatever the question is, as if you're talking to your business coach. 
uh, your life coach, just whatever questions that you've got. And step three, listen and wait. It's during that time. That's when the music is important because you're going to feel something in your body. Okay. Then start writing down answers. Doesn't matter if, if you think they're your own answers or if they're coming from God, doesn't matter. You'll start to see patterns. Whatever you do, just write it down. And then step number five, ask God follow-up questions. Okay. Follow-up questions. Like you ask him, okay, so you, you wrote down something, you wrote down a question, you wrote down an answer of what you think it could be or whatever that God might be speaking to you. Ask a follow-up question. Okay. So what do you mean? Can you make it clear? Anything else? Like you're literally having this conversation with God. It doesn't matter how many multiple follow-up questions there are, but just talk with God like he is your business coach. Okay. And then when you ask that, write down whatever comes to mind. Now, if you do this on a consistent basis in your business, even if you just do it for five minutes, mm-hmm. okay, and you write it down, you ask a question, write it down, ask a question, write it down, you do it every day in your business, let's just say five days a week, okay, what you're going to see at the end of two, three, four weeks is you're going to start seeing patterns. You're going to start seeing things like, okay, well, I keep getting this answer, so maybe I should go this direction. That's how God speaks to you. And you're like, well, I don't know if that was my thought. God's like, don't, don't go down that path. Your thought is God's thought. Now, that's why you have to make sure that there's no impurities in your life in that moment. That's right. And secondly, it says in the scripture that there's a wisdom and a multitude of counsel. So you want to be speaking to the counsel that's in your life. If you're attached to a local church, which you should, if you're a kingdom entrepreneur, you're involved in a local church where there's, a, there's elders, there's a pastor, there are some leaders that you can connect with. There are some other, if you're a man, there's a men's group. If you're a woman, there's some other women in the church that you can get some advice for. God allows us, and actually, uh, I don't want to use the word, yeah, no, commands. He says, forsake not the assembling together. Um, he wants you involved in, in, because he wants you to be able to receive wisdom that God gives other people for you. Yeah, which is so incredibly important. Now, my goal was to do this uh, podcast in less than 20 minutes. I think we hit it in 15. Yep. That was my goal. And so, but now here's the thing. If you do this, it, David and I don't have to belabor the point and talk about all these different angles. If you simply do this, then you will partner with God in a very powerful way. We've talked about listening prayer so much, but I love these five steps. Find a quiet place, ask a question, listen, okay, and wait, write down the answer, ask follow-up questions. That's all you got to do. And then you will be partnering with God in a very, very special and powerful way and watch what he does with your business. I love it. Okay, Jason, own it or loan it. What? The Yuka app. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, you do. I don't. Okay, Yuka. It's an app you can put on your phone and you can scan any barcode in the grocery store and it will tell you if it's like good or bad in terms of like overprocessed, too much junk, what it's going to do to your body. Yeah, well, it's, of course. It's, it's actually really cool. But the okay. problem is, is I really like some things. I like chomps. I like those because it's it's a good protein, and I'll take a big old chomp stick and I'll put it into the um, oh, I love avocado. Or uh, I didn't think you ate chomp. Well, no, I stopped eating chomp oh. because of yuca. Oh, because it said it's got way too many uh, man-made things in it. It's too processed. Yeah, and it's not great for your body. Own it or loan it, a lele. No, 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 no. Hold on, but, but well, I'm not done with mine yet. But I wanted to tell you ukulele. Oh, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Okay, that was quality so material. So you you own Yuka? Yeah, I, think, I don't know. I think I'm going to own it because uh, Lori's got it on her phone, and we were rolling through Costco the other day, and and I'm like, babe, I want these. These are these dark chocolate bars from uh, Joe's. It's the Joe's dark chocolate bars. Yeah, and it had this great story. This lady that survived cancer, and ooh, yeah, and, I and eat she those. Loves, I love them. She had a sweet tooth. Well, I how bad are they? 
I scanned it on Yuka and it says it's poor. Really? And the reason why it's poor is because it's a little bit too sweet. And I think it's because it's got cranberries in it. So I peel the cranberries off. Yeah, but that's then, 70% dark chocolate and it's so good. It is very good. I love it. So I think I'm going to own Yuka, but I'm not going to sit there and, and it's not omniscient. So, yeah. so I'm going to just make some wise decisions okay. with Yuka. Okay, there. That's a little tidbit. It reminds me of Vince <laughs> Vaughn, how he's like, hey, let's get together and make some bad decisions. <laughs> Okay, that's stupid. That's stupid. Okay, God bless you guys. Subscribe, rate, review, send it to some friends. Hopefully this blessed you. Reach out to us if you want to hear anything specific, any topics covered. Hit us at BenhamBrothers.com. You can follow us on socials, at Benham Brothers. Yeah, you can. Enjoy. All right, guys. God bless you. Peace. I've been really, really feeling it. About to bust a move, watch out, let me get it. If you really, really feeling it, put it in your left hand. Throw it up and hit it.